Yo. What's going on, people? It's your boy Marvin Lattimore. Uni Francis. And this is another episode of Welcome to My Hood Film. Uni, how you doing, brother? I'm I, man. We got a special one today. We do? Yeah, man. Why you say that? The people wanted this movie. Oh. And so after Scourge the City, the fuck, somebody who actually didn't see this movie. Are you, are you telling the people about the episode, or are you just telling them about your trials and tribulations for this movie? <laughs> Oh, a little bit of butt, column A, column B. I'm just saying, we know what the people wanted. Okay. And I'm just telling them, that, hey, this is a popular movie, so it's kind of hard to find someone who didn't see the motherfucker. Okay, that's fair. That's fair. Okay. So I know I saw it on TBS as a kid. Right. So I feel like once you reach TBS, you kind of go into the mainstream world. That's fair. That's a fair thing to say. So basically, folks, if you... Uh, well, we found one. <laughs> Took some doing, but I found somebody who just never saw it before. Let it out, bro. Let it let it all out. Let it. I all just want to get some background. Yeah, I was like, let it all out. Marby showed me messages like, damn, we gotta <laughs> let it all out, bro. Yeah. Um, <laughs> so basically, uh, if you guys are new to this program, please uh, welcome yourselves. But if you guys are returning, thanks for returning. You know, thanks for coming back. But basically. For the new people, just to let you know what we do is we take somebody who's not from the hood, or at least not of hood culture, they're not hood culture, and we show them a hood film for the first time in their lives, or at least a hood film they ain't never seen before, and we get their reactions on it. And that's the reason why Uni was uh, basically letting you know about the journey he had to do to find somebody who's going to watch this film, and we found somebody. So the film that we are talking about in question is Menace to Society. As you guys have known from our past few episodes, we've been focusing on very conscious-minded or, like Uni likes to say, just positive hood films, positive hood films. And we've been doing that so far. We've done, like, at least, what, three? Yeah. Like, three or four. And uh, now we're back with Menace to Society, which, if you haven't seen it, it is a classic hood film from the 1990s. 93. 93 to Infinity. And, uh, yeah, man, we we just felt like we... This was the time. This was the time to show people this movie because a lot going on with, with violence in the streets and all that stuff. So we just felt like we was going to keep it in there. We got to at least throw in a couple of classics. So we tried to go with this one. And as always, we are not just watching this to relive old times. We're watching this because we want to put somebody onto the hood one film at a time. So we got a guest and we're going to let her introduce herself. State your name, gangster. Hello, I'm Yoshiko Watson. I'm excited here i really thought you know i was gonna be a guest because only thought i was like a really thoughtful person <laughs> but apparently it's, it's, but you are just like who hasn't seen this movie that everyone's seen oh maybe yoshiko is extra that sheltered <laughs> yeah yeah a little bit i threw a stab and thought like maybe she hasn't seen this one you would have done it anyway just wouldn't have been this movie yeah. I, I told him to find somebody who hasn't seen this movie ever in their life and then we were driving here, and that's exactly what he said. He said, I got you some Because I was like, yo, I got a movie we can watch. He goes, no, 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 we're going to watch Men's Society. I got somebody. Man, I told you it. I was going to find somebody. Yeah. I'm a man of my word, and that's yeah. what I did. under a rock. Yeah. <laughs> I was like, every movie I had thought of the night before, I was like, up, oh, throw it out the window for another episode. We're going to do Men's Society today. I ain't mad at it. We're going to get this out the way, and here we are. You know what I mean? So, Yoshiko, uh, where you from? I'm from Cleveland. Ohio. Okay. I always like sometimes it's yeah. Middle of America people don't always know. 
So, <laughs> yeah, it's in there. It's right yeah. in there. We know what Cleveland is. Yeah, 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 yeah. Would you consider yourself from, like, do you think you live in the hood part of Cleveland or you live, like... No. It, <laughs> yeah, it's a... I don't... People aren't going to recognize it. It's, like, inner ring suburb I'm from. It's called Lakewood. Lakewood. Um, and now my, my parents moved to actual Cleveland, but that's not where I grew up. Okay. So you grew up outside the city of Cleveland. Mm-hmm. Interesting. Okay. And they want to move into the city. Yeah, my mom has a church there. Oh. And, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so you want to drive back and forth? It's People so usually don't drive into yeah. the city when they get older. Yeah, They're yeah, like, yeah. Hey, no, interesting. Like, that's cool. That's what it is. So would you say that you ever seen a hood film before? I don't know how to define that. Uh, probably not. What would you What would you think a hood film is? Have you seen the movie star predominantly rappers? <laughs> I guess not. Yeah, you um, go. <laughs> yeah, my mom like tried to educate us a lot, and, like, and so we would watch all kinds of, you know, like movies with like a activist message. But I haven't seen this, so she messed up. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, she did her best. She did. She did what she could. You know what I mean? Like. It was <laughs> Mission failed. No, no. Um, yeah, that's what we showed you today was basically a hood film. Um, me and Uni have different views, but it, mm-hmm. it kind of gels together. So we, we look at stuff where the budget wasn't insane, like a, a Avatar or Lord of the Rings type budget. Um, and we also look at stuff where it's like, it's in the hood, but at the same time, it's just massively just ghetto and just like, you're just like, yo, what is going on? So It's about the hood, but there's money behind it. Yeah. Mm-hmm. This was a movie that actually, Uni, I know you say this all the time, but this was a movie actually, I'm pretty sure I saw some billboards for it. No, I, I definitely did. Okay, okay. I definitely okay. did. He looks for movies where it's like, you ain't never going to find this in theaters, yeah. not on a billboard. Mm-hmm. There is at least one rapper in it, which this one wasn't. No, it's MC Ike was in it. MC Light was in it? MC Ike. Oh, at least I said Light. Oh, it sounds like Light. I'm sorry. He spells it wrong. I always mess it up. I guess technically. And then Jada Pinkett, who's... Definitely a, a queen in the black cinema. Yeah, like, uh, period now. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. She was on Gotham so, fucking off for two seasons. Yeah, so, um, there's just a lot of things going on there. So, let's uh, jump right into it, you know, folks, this is what we do. So, uh, what was your thoughts when we brought this movie to you? I mean, it was recommended to me recently. Like, a week after you said we were going to watch it, maybe... Boyfriend. Oh. <laughs> I just watched this great movie. Oh, who's your boyfriend again? Davidson Boswell. Yeah, he's cool. That's oh, what I was like, cool. like, <laughs> That's like, I, I can't. I'd be on Instagram like, uh, on the toilet. Oh. Yeah, yeah, I'd be scrolling through it. Like, okay, nah, I fucks with him. He's cool. That's my homeboy. Yeah. So um, he has good taste. No he's problem. Doing shout, great. Out, shout out to you, brother. Yeah, shout so, out to D Boswell. Shout out to D Boswell. Yeah, I was probably like drinking and was like, why do I know that? Na- oh, I'm going to talk about this movie. <laughs> don't, don't tell me anything about it. You know? Like, I don't <laughs> That's funny. Um, See how the universe works? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so, initial thoughts of just, like, opening scene or yeah, whatever? Yeah, yeah. Yeah. Go ahead. Um, the Asian. The, like, the Colt 45 bottle. They haven't... I was like... The scenes would have been made not in a current the current era. Right? No. But it's still that bottle hasn't changed for like no. forty years. No, it's it has not. The most efficient way to store and drink alcohol. Just big giant <laughs> yeah. forty liter. 
My dad still bit. has a Colt 45. I'll still see like a yeah. random bottom on the street. Like, yeah. he's still making these? It could these? be a vintage, yeah. <laughs> Jesus it's either Christ. that or Old English. Yeah. Old English is something different. Yeah. That's <laughs> yeah. They've been fucking with that recently more. Yeah. yeah. You'll, see, you'll see a rare Colt 45 bottle you ever, on the street. You ever tried a 40 before? Probably. <laughs> Not as often as my, like, seltzers, but yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, Celsius is they're the way. They're good value. You can't be. No, yeah, like, yeah, like they're King cheap. Cobra, yeah, and I don't want to go yeah. there. <laughs> yeah, when you're younger and you do a 40, it's like, oh, man, it's going to be a hell of a night. Mm-hmm. But when you're older, you're like, man, what am I doing? <laughs> that's those 40 hands. That yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And you're powering through those. It's like a, it's a, really like a project. Yeah. <laughs> it's really a project. I don't think they were meant for one person. No. I don't think so either. I think, I think they were definitely meant for like pouring cups and yeah, like let's share these. Yeah, but in the hood, a little it's like, cup, like a little glass. Yeah, but in the hood, I think God bless whoever's the first hood dude to think it, but or whoever was the first person. But I think somebody sat there and was like, "Yo, for the price I'm paying, if I kill this by myself, I'm bound to get messed up." Yeah, forty <laughs> ounces of alcohol. <laughs> so it's like, yo, like you know, might as well. You know what I mean? Like today, you can do this can, like a, a seltzer, yeah. and, and you know you're good. But back, you know, some people just look at it like, nah, this forty, I'm good. Yeah, two, three dollars. You know, I, I'm, I'm, that, I'm, those days are behind me. <laughs> yeah, 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 yeah. Before I'm behind, like no. Yeah, yeah. We ain't, we ain't I think I did it for a year. Like no, yeah. this ain't it. Right, but we digress. So. <laughs> You, uh, yeah, that opening scene was a scene that uh, set, uh, it's it's one of the most memorable scenes of the film, um, basically because they were just minding their own business and they was going to leave the store, mm. but it's it's this unfortunate perception that you know people of color get when they in the store. You can just be minding your business and people are like, oh, he's gonna steal, mm. and it does suck because there are some bad apples that do steal, but it's not every brother and sister. But what happens is like. This is what happens in the hood, and uh, yeah, it's it's just so weird. I mean, he didn't have to shoot him. <laughs> he, did, he did not. He did he not. Ta- he didn't have he to shoot him. him. He could have snuffed yeah, him. Yeah, or just laugh. Like, yeah. whatever, man. Yeah, you could have just said a, you know, I, I hate to say this, but you know how we do in the hood. Somebody would have said a racist joke about him, about the Asian guy. They would have called him one of the actors. Oh, it's Jet Li over here bothering me. Knowing That's that funny. He, the guy would have been like, I'm Korean, but okay. And he would have just left. I think this is before Jelly Song. I get the point. Jackie Chan. I get it. I get it. You know? Yeah, he just said something. All he said was like, your mom must be ashamed. Which she probably is, to be fair. Yeah, you want to hear that? I mean, I don't. But I also don't. I don't want to have to hear somebody say that to you walking out. (laughs) No. I feel sorry for your mother, right? You'd be like, yo, fam. Like, you ain't have to say all that. It was unnecessary. It was unnecessary. But that opening scene, I guess, really set the tone for you well yeah it went from zero to a hundred it just yeah and uh immediately mm-hmm. yeah i i think i love the fact that the whole time we was worried about uh one character who took the tape out of the store mm-hmm. and then at the end of the day it wasn't even a tape that got his man's in trouble right it was, mm-hmm. it was the fact that he heard the shot and got scared and dropped the bottle yeah right so it was like well, they weren't dusting fingerprints. Nobody was smart. Yeah, but still, it was. <laughs> like he got the tape. That's smart, but like he didn't destroy the tape. 
He was showing it like yeah, he was showing it to a lot of people. Wow. That's weird. Um, well, according to IMDb, uh, the synopsis is a young street hustler attempts to escape the rigors and temptations of the ghetto in a quest for a better life. Uh, if yeah. you guys want to watch this film and you've never seen it or you want to relive the, the old times, it's on Netflix. That's how we found it. And it's not long. It's 97 minutes, a.k.a. one hour and 37 minutes. But, uh, you know, just got some legends in there like Lorenz Tate and Samuel <coughs> Jackson and Anthony Johnson, Jada Pinkett Smith. Um, Sam Jackson is like two minutes. Yeah, yeah. He's in and out. Yeah, he's I thought it was going to stay. <laughs> no. This nah. One, this one. Oh, it does have a rapper in it. Too Short. Too Short was in it? Yeah, Who is he? Too Short. Lula. Oh, yeah. Yeah, so Too Short. So he we got really a in the rapper in it. There we go. There we go. And Bill Duke, Charles S. Dutton, who in the 90s, I don't know if you two ever heard of a show called Rock. I heard of it. No, it's okay. <laughs> it, was, uh, it was on Fox, and it was... His character was kind of similar, uh, where it was he was a garbage man in the hood. And he was just trying to get through life one day at a time. He lived with his mom and his dad. No, he lived with his wife and his dad. And his uh, brother came over from time to time. But he was always dealing with like real inner city issues. And it was so powerful because Charles S. Dutton was like, this man can move mountains with his voice, like the way he talked. Like people always talked about, uh, what's homeboy? James Earl Jones? Yeah. Or Denzel? This actor was like, in my opinion, he was up there. It's just he didn't get the same love. He didn't get the Darth Vader treatment. No, he didn't get, get the Darth Vader treatment. He didn't get, <laughs> the, he didn't get <laughs> he none ain't of that. None of that shit. But if you That's saw him fun. in the film, he working though. He worked. No, no, he was working. Yeah, he, he was getting he was getting roles. But man's can act back then. You know what I mean? So um, this movie, I know you kind of peeped it a little later in the movie, but this movie was in uh, L.A. and uh, in Cali, and in the nineties. When you neither none of us are from Cali, but in the nineties, these were the kind of movies that made me be like, I don't think I want to go to Cali anytime soon. Bob, have you been to Cali? You've been to Cali. Yeah, I lived there hmm. for a year and a half total. Oh, well, word. Were you trying to like act or? <laughs> I was there for women's college and then mm. film, like working on film sets, but not on the pretty side. Oh. oh, like production side? Yeah. Okay. Oh, oh, I was like, wait. <laughs> I was thinking something else. Like, oh, man. What woman's cause last a year and a half? Or you just like, fuck this? I, yeah, I transferred. Cause <laughs> 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 That's you just said. You just said, fuck it. Okay. Yeah. Um, but, right. The different, the, like, the OC is what, you know, everyone's like, yeah. California is going to be wonderful. And, like, that's no. not the same as. Nah, that's so California. True. LA is like four different cities next to each other. It's not like New York, where I can go from one place to another within an hour. They're like, they're one area of like all of New York where right. all the essays at. Right. That's one whole other city mm-hmm. where black people stay and where the good white people stay. Hollywood is just. It's fat. I was there this past winter. I'm like, this place is too fucking big. <laughs> it's too fucking big for me. I'm yeah. good. Yeah, and that's what I'm saying. That's what you think about, it and you're like, man, this is not. I grew up. There was like was Beverly Hills 90210 and Melrose Place, and like you said, the OC, the Hills, and you're like, man, this looks like just chill. But obviously, it wasn't really black folks in those shows like that. So we had like Snoop Dogg videos, Dr. Dre videos, where it's just like hoopties hopping up in the air, sitting on dubs and 
drive-by shooting stuff I've never seen in the Bronx. And I was like, I don't think I ever, like, I survived the Bronx. That's how I felt growing up. I was like, I'm not ready for Cali life. Like, I mean, when it gets cold, we kind of tend to calm down. Yeah, you because know, like, yeah, we're I'm not right. fans of the cold. We're not coming out the gangbang too. Because when you think about it, black people, we don't really do the cold. We don't yeah. rock with the cold. But imagine a, a city where it's not cold. Uh, all year round, <laughs> like, like, all I'm going to do is I'm outside out. all the time. The coldest is probably getting is what, maybe the 60s? I think it drops. If I'm 60s. right. Mm-hmm. When I was over there in the wintertime, I think the coldest got like 60s. And the 60s in Cali is not the 60s in New York, so. Nah. People wear Ugg boots and stuff. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You're like, uh, do y'all see snow? So <laughs> I used to have all those thoughts as a kid. So I was, I was cool with these movies growing up because even though they were violent, it still just lets you know like what life was like outside of the, the New York hoods. Mm-hmm. Like, you got to see Cali hoods or any other hoods like that. Um, yeah, so uh, this was just, you know, this this is the type of hood movies we grew up on. Um, when, sorry, how old were you when you saw this for the first time? Good like, question. Prop, maybe 12? I didn't see it in the theater. I'm an old man. It was no way. <laughs> <laughs> uh, it was 1993, so I was like eight. I was like eight years old. So I think I want to say I was eleven because I didn't see it till it came on TV. It took about a year for movies to come out on TV back then. Oh, you mean when we saw it or when the movie came out? No, when we saw it. Oh, my bad. Yeah, yeah. So I was probably my bad. I did the math way wrong. Yeah, I was probably like like him, like like eleven, twelve. By the time it hit uh, cable television, and that was when uh, (laughs) that was. Hood movie edits were very yeah because they modified it for time as they always mm-hmm. say in the beginning and then uh, the film would be the curses would as you probably seen mm-hmm. would never be a curse it'd be like a random word <laughs> like yo them busters finna get funked up and yeah like, what <laughs> yeah that's exactly what it was like what is this you knew half the script you has to be changed pretty yeah, much yeah somebody sat there and was just working hard like I know N-K. oh my god damn it. somebody gave up midway he was like I'm tired of writing funk man I'm just gonna leave one in there they dub it, I guess. Yeah, yeah, yeah. They would get the the guy, the actor, actress in there, and just have them say the word again. Oh, they did all that. That's mm-hmm. funny. I didn't know they went that it, hard. Uh, so much work. Yeah, yeah I watched the behind the scenes on one oh, movie. For out, but I remember that they showed the actor in the booth, and he's like, "You gonna get messed up." And they're like, "Yo, that's what they. That's how they." I thought it was just a random person like filling it in. But I guess this keep the authenticity of it. Yeah. I respect that. Yeah, yeah. I would just bleep it out. Like, I'm not doing all this. Just well, in today's generation, yeah, yeah. it's bleeped or it's muted. But back hey, in man, the day, two paychecks. Right, exactly. She. So, yeah. That's actually smart. That's what it was. So, uh, was there anything that you noticed that when you watched it, you felt like, man, this is like, never thought it would go down like this type vibes? I don't. I mean, my impulse is, I'm like, I was a film major, so it's all, like, stupid. Like, they had, like, they would just cut to black at the end of the scene. Yeah. Which was, like, yeah, it felt, that's what made it feel artistic. You know, just, like, the scene was over. Um, But it was shot really well, and, Mm. like, you know, a lot of, like, um, yeah. I don't know what I'm talking about. Um, (laughs) No, you're fine. You you telling it from a different perspective than just a hood film. You giving it that. Yeah, I know you're a You welcome that here. 
Because we, we don't know nothing about that. I mean, you yeah. should be paying me a lot. <laughs> <laughs> you should be paying me a lot. <laughs> I just say some random film word I don't know what it means. I'm like, you don't forget about it. Well, I mean, if you catch us with that, then yeah, you got it. Mm. You got it. We gonna be like, word, <laughs> word. No, um, so, uh, Lorenz Tate was a oh 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 dog, old dog, right? And uh, he was definitely that kind of character that. Uh, We've seen a lot of in the streets. Yeah, the guy who just just out of control. Right, right. He was just out of control doing what he wanted. And uh, to me, though, I don't know. I, watching this movie, he was the smartest thug in the movie. No, he wasn't. He he didn't destroy the tape. Who's still alive? I'd rather be dead than spend the rest of my life in jail. Oh, yeah. Yeah, he definitely did. The dude was going to send the tape. Would you rather go though? That, no, that, I think I'd rather. There's an eternal question that's always asked in the hood, and that question is: Would you rather go to hell or jail? Because a lot of rap songs say, "I'd rather go to hell than jail." Mm-hmm. And, and I don't know if jail—I've never been to jail, thankfully. But you think about it: like, is jail that bad that you'd rather die and just be gone forever, or stay in a box? I guess so. Right? That's, that's like, like that's some shit you gotta smoke weed and just sit there and be like, <laughs> would I rather go to hell or would I rather go to jail? Where would you rather go? I don't think you would go to hell, but... Yeah. Let's say die. Would you rather die or go to jail? Like, for life. Right. Yeah. I don't... My, like... <laughs> yeah, <laughs> actually, his mom had all these friends in okay. prison. Oh, you know, shit. And they didn't like it, but they would make paintings. <laughs> okay. <laughs> See? Wait, what are we going to jail for, though? Like, political... Oh, okay. Yeah. Right. So they're not doing life, though. Yeah, but still. Yeah. Just, just, I mean, a day is one thing, but a year... Is your mom the Asian, or... Yeah. Okay. (laughs) Okay. Wait, how did you ask that? I asked if her mom was was Asian. Oh, I thought you said the Asian. That sounds like... Well, I did. Yeah, Yeah, I did. did. (laughs) No, she's half Asian, half white, so one of them has to be one of the other. Oh, you're having... Mm Mm-hmm. Okay. Are you serious? Look her wall. <laughs> oh, I was. I didn't even look when I woke oh, up. I'm so her tired. name is Yoshiko. Well, I got. I you don't want to just be. You just don't want to assume. Yeah. All right. I feel like I just look at her and tell. But all right, I get it. Podcast listeners, my wall has a flag. <laughs> just kidding. Oh, I was like, wait, where? You got me too. I was looking up. Like, she has what? a samurai mural. Oh, oh man. All right, donut. Yeah, I'm like, what is this? Tell what's in her place. Nobody knows the address. You know. I get it. We, we don't know. We, That's fair. Is my gonna stalk her? We don't know her life. That's true. So oh we, yeah. yeah. So Never mind. Right now, like, oh, I know where she at. Yeah. <laughs> oh, let's go. <laughs> yeah, this is 2020. Yeah. I'll be damned. She get fucked up off yeah, this podcast. You know. Like, god damn it. We gotta, I was not we, supposed now to. Now have. we gotta make a disclaimer for for shouting out personal items in the houses and stuff. Fair enough. <laughs> Alright, so uh, anyway, let's uh, let's get back on track because we that's the first time we asked such a deep question like going to hell and going to jail. I loved it though. I feel like that's a question everybody gets at some point in their life. True. That's good. Yeah, True. you can't really know. Yeah. Until until right? you facing it. Yeah, and I mean, you know, at at one point in the movie, uh, the main character, his grandfather, did ask him, "Do you care if you live or die?" Yeah. And by the time he realized the answer was too late too late Mm -hmm. so the director left you thinking like 
was it too late in terms of like he's dead or was it too late in terms of like he's not gonna be the same again oh definitely dead you think he's dead I feel like most people care I feel like the very small percent of the population that don't really give a fuck okay Yoshiko you think he's dead that reminds me of that quote that people like there's no atheists in foxholes like oh. <laughs> yeah I heard that a lot yeah I bet you know if I was pressured but um Mm-hmm. I've seen a couple. <laughs> I've seen some atheists in foxholes, though. Yeah, I think he's. I don't think he's dead. What? That guy's definitely dead. Kind of like it. Remember Inception, where homie spin the the the, the top. No, the that's right some now, crap. And they cut it off, and you'll never people, know. No, the director already said no. That's the real world. That's people oh, trying right. to look more than what it was. I don't know, man. That guy survived death a few times. So I feel like you just. Yeah, no, he dead. I get it. You want him to be alive, but. Yeah, there's no way. He was getting shot with Uzis. One guy had a dented ego. Yeah. If he's not dead, he's definitely paralyzed from the waist down. See, that's what I'm saying. You you feel you feel the type of way then. How are you gonna get revenge? You can't paralyze. There's no revenge, down. bro. You're yeah. done. You, that's an L. <laughs> you took. You just gotta take that L, man. <laughs> Unless you wanna be like the guy who just beats up people in the front of a car. Yeah. Like like. There's a lot of ass whoopings in this film. Yeah. There's a lot of ass whoopings. Was there any ass whooping that stuck out to y'all the most? I mean, it was all really, like, um, graphic. <laughs> yeah, yeah, graphic. A lot of then, yeah, the guns, like, almost felt like their own characters, the way they were just, you saw the detail on them. Is <laughs> 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 that, I didn't mean <laughs> No, that was perfect. <laughs> Oh, you good, you good. That, that, uh, that's what you really have to think about. Like, you just sit there like, yo, imagine the gun has his own style story. Like, yeah. He's purchasing a black market downtown on Crenshaw. Like, oh, yeah. Yeah, yeah they had right? all kinds of shit, though. <laughs> yeah, they I had, mean, like, five different type of things. Yeah. Like, wow. And it was just that kind of vibe in that yeah. movie. Like, that's why I said. You watch those kind of movies and your mind is like, man, I don't ever want to. I mean, New York movies got movies where cats is getting popped and stuff, but, you know, it's, it's, I don't know. It don't feel the same. Like, ours is more like, like the New Jersey Drive or, or Sugar Hill, where it's like, it's just a lot of focus on, like, drug dealing and trying to be the top drug dealer in the game. And they were drug dealing, too, but theirs was more like, it was just like game. It was more about their life. Yeah, just life in the hood, trying to make it. Not a lot of New York movies where cats is like, yo, you got to get your stuff together, brother. It's just like, we already got it together. I, mm-hmm. I, I got this high school diploma. So that way I can learn math. So that way I can learn the right percentages so I don't get hustled when I'm selling dope. That's <laughs> 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 the difference. You know what I mean? Like, just the vibe. It's just the vibe, you know? Also, it was a lot of, like, a lot of broad daylight. I'm assuming that's because they had to. They couldn't film a lot at night, but mm-hmm. I'm like... There's, there's no way there's no way there's no cameras nowhere this is the 90s man what you thinking there's cameras on the, the there was a camera in the in the beginning of the movie in the that convenience store well the convenience store you stuck up that guy in the, the drive through okay there had to be been a camera I don't think it was a camera okay I think Jack in the Box had a camera back then <laughs> <laughs> you've seen those Jack in the Box cam- I mean yeah that's safe to assume Nothing happened though. That's probably why they never pursued him about that one. There was a gun pointed, but if he kept the gun, well, he didn't really keep the gun low. It was armed robbery, bro. He 
For what? A cheeseburger? No, he took his jewelry. Not, that's not that's not Jack in the Box problem. It ain't, but... If I'm a Jack in the Box employee, unless the guy pulled up and he shot the guy... Yeah, the I'm not... I'm, you're probably I'm, not talking to cops for minimum wage. You know how we do in the streets, wage. like, hey, I see nothing. Yeah. That's going to be thirteen ninety five, sir. Oh, Pull up yeah. to the second window, please. Like, how was he going to pay for that stuff if he robbed them? Like, what did he do when he pulled up to get the food? <laughs> <laughs> they never show that part. That's the only thing I didn't like about the movie. Like, wait a minute. Thank <laughs> you. <laughs> they didn't show, like, how you going to... just give me the food so I was just robbed. Yeah. <laughs> you saw it on your camera. That's crazy. Imagine that. You got some, like, jerk, jerk employee. Like, sir, I see a lot of things, but you don't got the money, so. Right, yeah. Wow. These cheeseburgers, uh, put them in the back. Put them in the back, please. Whole hours. <laughs> uh, so, uh, let's let's move on. Uh, Who's your favorite character? Go ahead. I like the woman. It was a different restaurant that someone was shot in front of her. <laughs> Oh, the one I was cursing them out because they were trying to get free food? Yeah, I think so. That wasn't really a character. I'm and then more... she... Go ahead. That's yeah, go ahead. cool. That's your character. <laughs> Talk your shit. Let her, let her go, brother. I don't know. She just did the, like... It's like a shameful noise that my auntie used to make. <laughs> and it's just, like, devastating, you know? Oh, and he sucked their teeth? Oh, oh yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, my mama hated when I used to do that. That shit is funny. Oh, man, yeah. <laughs> Yeah, that teeth suck. You already know. Yeah, my somebody hated not that. feeling what's going yeah. on right now. Nah, um, I just laughed because the way he's. I'm gonna bring that like, back. He was like, it was another restaurant. Somebody got <laughs> shot. <laughs> That's what this movie was, yo. Just cats just talking they trash, and then somebody gets shot. You know, we've we've covered at least two or three California-based movies where hmm. it's like they show you a scene where they conversating and planning, and then the next scene. That's it. So, that's your favorite character. Ain't nothing wrong. But see, <laughs> that's fair. That's why. I, that's why I said I like Lorenz Tate's character. And uh, who's yours? My favorite character. Man, I like Jada Pinkett. Oh, yeah. I'm, not, I'm not. I'm not gonna bury the lead. <laughs> 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 Jada Pinkett. I'm like, yep. Yeah. Well, you know, there's always a character. That and then the cop who kept trying to get my man fucked up. Oh, oh, that yeah. was played by Bill Duke. Man. Yeah. Legend. <laughs> That was a legendary scene, you know, that the camera, the interrogation, wow. and, and, and uh, you know, just uh, you know, you know, you fucked up, right? You're right. Just so you mean you definitely bought a twelve fifteen, right? Yeah. He's like, nah. I, yeah, yeah, I definitely yeah. bought it's a twelve fifteen. Like gateway to hell, and he's like the <laughs> <laughs> right, exactly. That's exactly right. He's the gatekeeper. Like I'm about to let you right in first class, baby. That just word. I just thought it was funny because it was like he was so happy that he like. Jedi mind tricked him real quick on the Tom. I was like, I, I've seen that happen. Yeah. Like, I worked in retail and, like, a customer could be lying and you like, so you say you bought a Tuesday, right? Yeah, I bought a Tuesday. Okay, so you, you, bet, you definitely saying you bought a Thursday. Yes. <laughs> like, you could do that. You could do that. Because the customer would just be like, as long as I get my money back, yeah, okay, what anything, I say. But, but the only difference to me and that character is I can't look the customer in the face and go, you, you know you done fucked up, right? Yeah. <laughs> like, I can't do that. But I you wish gotta, you could. Oh, I so do. I do with a passion. Yes. That, that would change you right away. Oh, Just yeah. that level of line. Just that level of line, I guess. You'd, you'd be surprised. Have <laughs> you ever, can I ask a question? Yes. Yeah. <laughs> like, met someone from California, like, that part, and projected this onto them, and they're like, oh, I don't know. <laughs> That's funny. What part of Cali were they from? 
Oh no, I was asking of you. Oh, <laughs> oh, if we ever met somebody from Cali yeah. that had that. Um, I have not. Yeah. But you saying you have? Yeah. Well, then again, you went. Yeah, I went. Yeah, I went. I went. But do you mean like just in general or when we were here in New York? Yeah, in general. Yeah. Oh, like. okay. Yeah, because I, I, I remember I was at a party in Vegas and I, I saw somebody from Cali, but he still didn't have that same vibe. Mm-hmm. I guess it was just because of the party. <laughs> Only thing that made me laugh was um, he did something I would do if you were like an out of towner kind of. Uh, we were dancing in it. Like he he looked at me and he goes, "Yo, you hear that Kendrick, bro? That's Cali." And I was just like, "Okay." <laughs> and I was looking at the DJ like, "Can you play Jay Z or something?" Oh man, nah, man. Like, rock, bro. Yeah, he was just like, "You hear that Kendrick, bro? That's Cali right here, homie." But it wasn't no. But I was like, I didn't push him to a point where it probably would have been like, oh, you you say Kendrick sucks, huh, cuz? Like, it wasn't all... I mean, did he know you were from... Yeah, we... we oh, okay, right. Like, you know, everybody was just having fun and dancing right, and stuff. Right, right, right. And it wasn't all like, I bumped into him thing. He was just looking at me, and then I said, what up? He said, what up? And he was just like, where you from, homie? I was like, New York. And he was like, oh, I'm from Cali. I said, oh, that's what's up, man. That's what's up. And he was like, have fun. But then when Kendrick came on, he just looked. I was like, yo... But I respected it, like... Vegas ain't that far from where he was at. No, he no. Was close to the home name. close to the home to me. So I definitely wasn't going to say nothing mean about Kendrick at that point. Kendrick. I don't have nothing bad to say about the man. I'm just saying. If I did... <laughs> yes, sir. We are have... very well aware of where Kendrick yeah. Lamar is from. If I said something <laughs> bad, we wouldn't be doing this podcast right now. Well, you would be doing it by yourself. I probably would. <laughs> no. no, but I, I can never say outside of that I've met somebody who's fit that scene perception but that's oh I definitely have this is definitely still I mean I didn't see no drive by but yeah, I definitely saw I didn't, I didn't stay in a hotel I was yeah. staying in like Airbnb I was like yeah this is this is about right yeah no, about right. the movies definitely you know like I've seen they got a lot of huskies that's the only thing that fucked me up over they there got a lot of what husky dogs they love oh, husky okay. dogs over there I don't know I, why I thought it would be pit bulls that's what I thought it would be. Maybe because I was like predominantly Hispanics. I don't know. Okay. It was weird. Yeah, that's fair. I'm like, this is a, this is a winter dog. This dog is suffering. So you thought it would be the essays holding it down? They were holding it down, but okay. I, I just didn't think. like The Husky just threw me. Was that, that scene was so like West Side Story. Which, which scene? Oh, when it got dropped off? Yeah. Oh, that was The funny. lighting and like, it was very like. That scene was very... I ain't going front. This whole movie, despite all the graphic nature with the shootings and stuff, this was, that was the most disturbing scene to me. What, they dropped him off? Yeah. No, man, that was the thing, because they didn't do anything. Yeah, but they left him to die, so that way if it was gang violence, it wouldn't be on their part. Yeah, that, they were showing you, cops are shitty, Yeah. Mexicans are cool. Well, yeah, well, I like that, that. that was the rewarding part of the scene, yeah. but it was very disturbing. Oh, I mean, come on, Because they baby. beat the crap out of them and then dropped them over in a random neighborhood. Yeah. We in 2020, it's... baby. This is what they do. <laughs> and that was 20 years ago. That's exactly. Cra- almost 30 now. Exactly. That's crazy to me. I'm, exactly. I'm, if y'all have a different disturbing scene, y'all can say it, but I, to me, that was... Or maybe for you was the, the no. I love that. Like this is you know the movie A Serious Man. I just referencing. Oh okay. Like, um, but yeah, that like element of um, everything is random, and oh. that's what's so sad. And right, that it had a good outcome that time. But yeah. It couldn't ha- 
like, and it makes you think about that. It's yeah, because it's worse. Yeah. yeah, that's what I'm saying. Like, you think about it. I, I remember you said uh, earlier when we first started the movie, because you heard the narration and you said it reminded you of Goodfellas. Yeah. That, like, ever since I can remember, I wanted to be a gangster. Like, <laughs> it opens with the, the first person. I feel narration. like all the movies do that. Yeah, it's definitely. Well, this one. I like the fact that you said that because it, it really was closer almost in a sense. Because yeah. it, it went through time. Goodfellas, he's, it showed him as a kid all the way to when he grew up. And then this is the same way. Yeah, they weren't showing black and white films for no reason. Yeah. And technically, both both characters technically died. Yeah. <laughs> then the Goodfellas, he went to witness protection. So his, the name, his name died. He ain't died in his physical. I feel sense. like I'll take the witness protection. Yeah, I feel like what? I feel like he still it? came out. He snitched on yeah. top. Yeah, yeah. what? I take that in a heartbeat. But yeah. you know, yeah. yeah, mafia movies are funnier because they're quieter. About yeah, their depths like they go into somebody's home, you won't even see it coming, or they take you somewhere random, won't even see it coming. Yeah, it's like opera point. Yeah, yeah. it's like opera playing in the background or like Frank Sinatra or something. You're like, oh, yeah, he's dying today. It's going down. Yeah, nah, you're playing Dr. Dre over here. Yeah, nah. And you get embodied in broad daylight. About that. <coughs> they didn't play Dr. Dre, which is fine. Yeah, I'm just being. I think by this point he was just on the come up of yeah. going up solo. But uh, there was one song that just rubbed me the wrong way. Yeah, I know that song. I forgot song. the name of the song. I don't know either. It was just like, I'm a Compton nigga. And I was just like, what? what is this? Yeah, this you didn't like the that. worst song. <laughs> I was like, this, that's one thing I'll say. Cali rap in the 90s was not doing it for me. It wasn't trash. It just was not doing it for me. I like every song but that one. Yeah, because it was, you know, Snoop, N.W.A., Dre, Solo. Uh, Too Short was cool. There was a few others. Basically, the people that still around. Whoever blew up. Yeah. To this day, of course, like, God rest his soul, Nipsey Hussle and Kendrick, but whoever that guy was, that was for that. That was a one and done. He gonna look for me. Damn, I'm next. We could find him. I'm gonna erase this part. We could find (laughs) that. I'm I'm done. That's Uh, okay. Moving on. Um, So, we always ask this question every episode, and we try to find this out. In In the streets, there's a saying, uh, called Whose Man's Is This? Whose Man's Is This is to describe of a man or a woman who is doing too much. They're either annoying or they're just extra and you're like, why am I still hanging out with this person? And somebody has to say it and they say, Whose Man's Is This? So if you had to say it, which character did you feel was like, Whose Man's Is This to you? Yeah, he had the long hair. The long hair? <laughs> I think she's talking about low, uh, O-Dog. Oh, my guy. Yeah, yeah. the braids? Kevin Oda, I have my list. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, Oda. The guy who murdered and didn't get ready to take. Yeah. Right? No, you're right. I agree with you. He was the worst person in the movie. Nah, I just, I love it. Oh, no, I'll give you that. I'll give you that. I'm mad they still didn't get ready to take. After they got arrested for trying to steal the car, he still kept showing people. Yeah. I'm like, dude. They have my fingerprints. Get rid of the tape. Well, you got to understand, man. You already know in the streets. No, I don't understand. It's plain to me. Well, in the streets, it, it, it doesn't sound good saying this, but I've seen it. Okay. When you do something that's considered gangster, right. like robbing somebody or killing somebody, yeah. you brag. 
because it okay. gives you respect. Yeah, so like, yo, he went body like two people. It's not the right thing to do. You obviously. don't show the tape. You don't show the tape. But you don't show the tape. Yeah, I've met people that. Have or even if you show the tape, you destroy it right, right after. Right, right. I've met people that have done that, and you're just looking at them like, "Why did you tell me this?" Right. I don't want to be an accomplice to anything of this uh, at all. Are they doing anything with their lives right now, or did they did they pull their head out their ass like that was not too smart? Uh, the person that told me was unfortunately already behind bars. See, there you go. Yeah, he told somebody, and then they snitched. So, um, if you listen to this Playboy, hold your head, man. I mean, like my, like my uncle already said, you're going to do something wrong, do it right. <laughs> body is somebody and keeping the tape of the body yeah. is not right. the smart, right thing to I do. I felt the whose man's is this was, uh, I, you could say him, but, uh, the, the two guys at the end that was wilding, uh, what was homeboy's name? The one cousin that he... Yeah, the cousin, the cousin that he stomped uh, out. Yeah. First off, yeah, it's wrong that homie, you know, piped and then got her pregnant. What happened? Then she's like that. Oh, I just that's why I laughed, and I was like, I think she just oh. liked the, the the way he said it. Pipe, yeah. It's just a funny thing there. You never, you never heard nobody be like they pipe. I like. Honestly, we're talking about this as a, like so many words for sex are violent and like laying pipe. That's not really. It's just constructive. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> this would be good. <laughs> like finally, what is it so bad? I don't mind getting pipe. That doesn't sound. Yeah. Good. Yeah. Yeah. We found a middle ground. We found a middle ground for years. It's evolved. Yeah. Before pipe, I think it was smash. Yeah. Yeah, or kilt. Kilted? Man, I never said that. Yeah, I've heard people say. You I have, yeah, I try not to I say like, that. Uh, okay, because you probably did it. Yeah, you probably did it. Smash was cool. Yeah. Oh, but <laughs> <laughs> pipe, pipe is a good pipe like. All right, good, that's you know, not. You know, yeah, we're getting closer. Yeah. Wait for the toxic. Yeah, toxicity. Yeah. Toxicity is like we're oh, getting closer. That does sound constructive. I never thought about it like that. I wonder what the you next see, thing you, be. you opened my eyes to something yeah. real today. I appreciate you for that. I never, re- I dead never thought about it. Mario goes down pipes. You all like Yeah, Mario. Like right? It. Mario does. Yeah. You got to figure out. Working huh. hard. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> that's funny. So, uh, Chauncey. That's one of the characters I would say whose man's is this dude. Oh, the man that, oh, the one that snitched? No. Who you snitched on? He was the one that was going to send him the tape. Why? Okay, yeah, you were yeah. right. Oh yeah, he's shitty too. And then when he and then he when he kept trying to get with Jada Pinkett. Yeah, he was wild and he yeah. got pissed with. The first time was like, all right, cool. And then he was like, I'm just playing. And then the second time he's like, I'm. Just he playing. wasn't playing, but nah, for real. He I'm was like, yo, fam, you were like, he wasn't. Is this? He wasn't supposed playing. To be like, you already know what the game is. Like, calm down. And then um, what's his name? Yeah, and then the cousin. But like I said, it's, it's one thing you pipe, and and then you mess up, and then unfortunately knock the girl up. But it's another thing, you know, you just come up and be like, yo, I don't like what you did to my cousin. Like, fam, you don't got no control over that. You can't what you want to do. I feel like he should have got, like, a paternity test. Yes. He probably should have. would have been, like. You have the money. Yeah. I feel they probably improved in the re- past two decades. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Maybe good. back then it would have yeah. taken a while, but still, like, yo, just get it. Well, the director did a good job. I thought it was going to go into that uh, sensitive topic of abortion. But, oh, they had time for that, bro. Yeah, that was like yeah. the hour 10 part. Yeah, like, you got like, 20 yeah, minutes like, left. left it, yeah, it was like, this yeah. movie's about to end. That's a subplot. Yeah. And if I'm the right, if I'm in the right room, it's like, we don't got, unfortunately, we don't got time for that because uh, 
grandfather's about to kick him out the house. Yeah. So he's sitting there like, should I or shouldn't I? Get out of my house. You know what? Uh, one one thing at a time. One thing at a time. Let's worry about that later. And uh, yeah, the main character is named Kane. Yeah, Kane. Yeah. Always, I thought it was because of Big Daddy Kane. No. Mm-hmm. No? Okay. This right. is with a C, that was with a K. <laughs> I like Bible. That's bad Bible Kane. Bible Kane. Why was there no Abel, man? I don't know, man, because it's too <laughs> cliche. <laughs> I'm glad it wasn't no Abel. That would have been too weird. Like, nobody, first of all, nobody's called Abel. That's true. That's true. I'll give you that. Have um, you ever met anybody named Abel? Mm. Yeah. <laughs> or Cain, though. So. <laughs> there you go. Word. All I do is the wrestler. That's it. That's it. Yeah, that's it. All right, you got it. Rough off, fam. You got that's it. That's all right. <laughs> uh, speaking of it. Uh, Just too much pressure on body. Like, really? Don't. Don't. How did your mom feel when in the love scene, <laughs> in the love scene you heard a R. Kelly song in 2020, looking back, man? Oh, God. <laughs> I love the way that was shot. It right. was slowed down. Uh-huh. <laughs> it was like nothing bad. Maybe something bad. But, Yeah. <laughs> Um, I, I didn't recognize it, to be honest. I was just like, oh, this feels like a middle school slow dance. <laughs> yeah, that's about right. <laughs> I loved it. Yeah. I know people probably, I still play R. Kelly music today. I'm not condoning what he did. I'm just saying, I still play his music. Well, that oh. song, that had to been like all the, his first album. Yeah, it was his first album. Yeah. And that was, to me. I don't think nobody cared that much. Well, they did. But. The first album, no, but. Now, I don't think until TP2 that way he was really like superstardom. What was before what, that? that? They started cracking down on him? No, I mean like when he really like shot up to like. Oh, uh, TP2. Yeah. Yeah, yeah. Whenever Ignition get Chocolate Factory. No, TP2 was before Chocolate Factory. Right, so that's what I'm saying. Chocolate Factory was when people really was there. Right. And that's why to this day people still was like. I don't care for that man, but Stephanie in the name of the love was one of the greatest songs ever. Yeah. <laughs> so He got beat up recently. Yeah, yeah, yeah well, take the good with the bad. Yeah. But that song was fire to me. It was fire. That was one of the best songs he ever made. And uh, even that's when the fair. song came on, he was watching, I was just like, man, that's, that's, that did take me back to middle school. So <laughs> you got, you, you got a, that was a good guess. <laughs> that's okay. They probably shouldn't be playing that in middle school now I think about it, but whatever, it's too late. It was the nineties. Yeah. Our brain is already mush. Was it? Hey, 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 hey. Remember what I told you, man. The locks went on all that in the nineties They did do that. About picking up chicks. And TLC, one of the best songs that kids sang was called Red Light Special. And if you listen to that, yeah. you would just know everything was subliminal yeah. back in the day. Yeah. Oh, yeah. I there's stuff I wouldn't get back then. Right. I like realized it when I was 19 or something. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> like, exactly. oh no. <laughs> when you give it a dub, you're like, wait a yeah. minute. Oh no. This is what the song was about. That's why R. Kelly was like, no, he just put it out there. It's cool. I get it. I totally get that it. That man had no subtlety at all. Hey, that's all you needed. No subtlety, just oh, like this God. film. So yeah. Then, this film had no subtlety. It really like, didn't. We need a song that's about no subtlety, and there you go. It was just. It was there. You know what I mean? Like, it was just right there. Yeah, there wasn't no subtlety. <laughs> it was just right there. You know what I mean? So, it, this is... But again, this is just what we get in a film. Like like I said, with Goodfellas, it was mafia films, and it was cats living a high life, and 
homie could walk up in a restaurant and get a table right in front of the, the whole thing and the singers looking at him like, yeah, this song's for you, right? <laughs> yeah. It's that kind of vibe. We can't get that in this movie, in a movie like this. We got to settle for a movie where it's like we got to sell drugs and we get offended when somebody just says, hey, I feel sorry for your mother. And we're like, nah, that's a diss to my mother. Now, nah, you ain't going to do that up in here. And we, we got to go, unfortunately, got to go through films like that. We got, these are the films we get. And it's not the director's fault. He's directing what the world is, how it's looking to him. Because Goodfellas was based off of a real life story. Yeah, so, I feel like maybe it was comment on that because the camera would move around. Mm-hmm. Remember that opening scene? Yeah. Like, introducing all the characters right. and it feels the same way, but then just like doesn't go, the, the scene doesn't go the same way. And you're right. like, mm-hmm. Exactly. So it's like, damn, man, like, this, is, this is what we do. Mm-hmm. So it, it, this is the type of films we get all the time. Even at the end, the end, the main character couldn't even move. He, his whole goal was to get out of the hood which is most gangbanging films is like the premise at some point is this person trying to get out the hood because they want to make a better life for themselves. So they move to another neighborhood that's not as hood as the neighborhood they were just in. So for him, he was trying to move to Atlanta. But now in my mind, I was like, what part of Atlanta? Hey, man, you don't need to know that. <laughs> yeah, then you're going to get there and get into more trouble. What if they made a sequel? And he lived? Yeah. He'd probably be... On assistant living, because he got ventilated. Yeah, but then he finds his way back. Comes to Atlanta, meets guys like, you know, Gucci Mane and son. Gucci Mane? T.I. Yeah, real Atlanta dudes. I mean, I guess. <laughs> I'm just saying, like, this is this is what we go through all How the time. How old was T.I. when that came out? Probably like four, five, four, five years older than us. Okay, that's fair. Yeah, you know. So, let's say this movie was being remade. For 2020, 2021. Who would you want to star in this film? Keanu Reeves. Wow. <laughs> That's funny. Wow. Is it because he's also half white, half Asian? Or is that... Hardball is just the perfect movie. Oh. Okay. No. okay. That's, That's funny. fair. <laughs> That's, you would want him to be Kane? No, I just, it's not a good... Um, I honestly... <laughs> I don't know. I can't picture this movie. I don't know what it would be like in 2020. You know what I mean? Yeah, that's fair. Um, there were so many pagers. Yeah, there were so many pagers. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Yeah, that's when I was like, ooh, I can figure out when this was made. <laughs> oh, <okay. laughs> yeah. It was like so four funny. years where pagers were just really hot. Yeah. Mm-hmm. And then they figured out how to make cell phones. Like, get that right, shit right, out right. of here. You ain't doing nothing. I thought about it. that. Stupid that was one thing I thought was cool for some reason, and I, again, it was because of product of my environment. Oh, when I saw we all did. it, looked cool to like get a page, see somebody get a page, and be like, "Yo, hold on, somebody paging me." But you gotta mm-hmm. find a payphone anyway. So it's, uh, when you're young, you didn't know that. Yeah, you just figured it was like, oh, no, so it was cool. Then you realize, is it yeah. really that cool? Because you, you realize gotta, later, like, I have to walk. Yeah, you still to a payphone. To to go, a payphone. Did you call me? It's <laughs> <laughs> not a power move. Yeah, that was not a power move. No. Imagine that. It's like, just it's just to show people someone gave a damn about you. Yeah. Or you're really moving weight like that and you need to be on call right now. Yeah. Stop this. Kind of glad we got became adults in the era of cell phones and FaceTime and all that. 
because I don't yeah. I don't think I could see myself in a page. That page of shit died before when I was in yeah. high school. I should stop being cool. I'm like, please stop paging me. I I'm tired of fucking to pay phone, bro. Yeah, please. I'm not always home. I'm working. I think that's when people realize like this is dumb. Yeah, somebody had to come up with like, yo, we gotta like evolve the cell phone or something, because this is. Like, imagine that. Like, imagine you're in a beef and somebody finds your pager number and they're like, yeah, this is how we're going to kill him. We're just going to lure him to a payphone. Random payphone? That's it. Like, I know where he works. The nearest payphone to him is three blocks away. We can Jesus. get him there. It's a lot of thought. Like, I can't. I cannot. Um, if I was remaking this film, uh, Keanu Reeves could be the cop. I'm just saying. I know you were just playing, but I'm just saying. He could be the cop. He could carry me as a guy that I was trying to get him to steal cars. Ah, mm. see, he's too likable right now. He he yeah. like it would uh, advance his career to be like a villain. Yeah, that's true. <laughs> oh no, he's a face. That ain't gonna happen. But imagine if he sat there, he was like, "Now you know, you done fucked up, right?" <laughs> that would be. I would applaud that. Scene. That would be funny. He would say it slow and methodically. See, yeah, this be John Wick. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> just, just, so just John Wick, you just don't shoot anybody. I didn't fuck up. Ah, okay, I did. I did. He <laughs> just clops you in the throat. Like, ah, you know what? Maybe I did. You know what? I did everything. Everything you said. Just don't hit me. Hilarious. <laughs> I would do. Um, we would have to find our way to get our boy Michael K. Williams in there. Oh, okay. He could be, be the grandfather, maybe. <clears throat> yeah. A younger version. And, of course, I never say his name, but he knows who he is. The black kid from Stranger Things. Oh, yeah. Yeah. I always look at his name later. I should just have his name. So that way, one day, he's listening to this, and he's like, yo, they want me to be in a hood film? I'll do it. I'll do it. Stranger how Things old is he now? He's got to be, like, 16. Old enough to be in a hood film. Yeah. That's how old he is right now. Because everybody here was supposed to be out of high school, but they all, like, they were 25. Um, wait, oh, in this movie? Yeah. Yeah, yeah. By this point, because Lorenz Tate, I think, is, like, in his, probably in his 40s or 50s. He's definitely in his 40s. Yeah, so, you know, I'm pretty sure during this time. Yeah, because Jada Pinkett Smith's, like, in the 50s. So, yeah, they was probably in their 20s playing 17-year-olds. You know, that's how they were doing it in the 90s. Yeah. Keenan and Kel was one of the best shows for kids, and those two dudes were, like, <laughs> Mid to late twenties playing seventeen year olds. I so. hated that. I hate that so yeah. much. I know why it looks like that. Caleb McLaughlin. Yeah. Caleb McLaughlin, if you ever hear this podcast, good sir, we would like to see you in a hood film. Just cause. Why don't you write it for him and send him a script? Yeah. You know what? <laughs> yeah. Maybe I will. <laughs> Maybe I will. We're not doing shit. You, We're still alive. You got big things popping. I'm sure Stranger Things is on. I'm sure Stranger Things is on hiatus because of the virus. I'm going to write a hood film for you, man. Get you in there, brother. Oh, I That's what I'm going to do, man. Just cuz. So you can get some street cred? Uh, he probably already asked. Yeah, I mean, saying. nobody. He's on, he's on, he's on a, a great show. Yeah. He's fine. Yeah. I'm just saying. You never know. Anyway, um, yeah, that about sums it up right there. You know, this was just a, a real classic film. And it sounds like you liked it. Yeah. <laughs> she liked it from a film perspective. Yeah, from a film perspective, I guess. Well, that's every movie I watch. So yeah. I'm just broken. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> that's kind of why I never did it because like, I don't want to be destroyed. Uh, you know, you have different ways of looking at it. You know, and then again, this is the right thing to do to look at it from a, uh, a film person's perspective because when we look at it from our perspective like I said we, we're looking at it like damn I'm not trying to go to their hood no time soon hilarious you know? yeah so I mean Harlem's tough but 
if I'm from Cali and I'm watching Killer Season, I'm going to be like, if this is what's going on in Harlem, I think I'll be all right. I feel like it's not that bad now. But still. Yeah. You know, I you see like something like that, that's your thought. I, yeah. Yeah. So I was safe when I went over there. I didn't feel my life was in any danger. But that's just me. Nah, it depends on where you go. Yeah. Depends on where you go, you know. Hey, I wasn't in fucking Hollywood. I'll tell you that right yeah. now. I promise you that. So where were you? Like, were you I was in, uh, something? No, I was, no, I almost went to LA. I'm not going to do that. I was, uh, let me pull up a map of LA. Keep talking. I'll pull up a map. I'll tell you exactly where I was at. <laughs> I wonder once, because this, like, Mexican lady was crying on my doorstep, and, and I live in Hollywood, and she, like, couldn't find the bus like she just moved and so I drove her oh yeah where she was being a, where was like she a from or something okay and, and down in that area right it is so far yeah this place is huge forever, and I was using my like terrible Spanish or <laughs> 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 my brother does for work because she was asking questions <laughs> yeah random day <laughs> and she was like I will, if you're ever in Mexico, I will put you, my family owns a hotel, mm. I will put you up, I'm still waiting. If you're <laughs> ever in Mexico. How long ago was that? It was like 2012, yeah. Okay. You know wrong with that. I was like right outside Inglewood. You was right outside Inglewood? Like right outside of it. Okay. Yeah, what was, uh, what's that college that's not far from the, um, LAX? Fuck, what's the name of that college? Pomona, that's the only one. Was it Pomona? There's the there's a the, the Claremont. There's a bunch of little ones that are together. Okay. Mm. So I wasn't that far from college. I don't mm. remember. Okay. No yeah. problem. But you but at the overall feeling was you felt safer than what you thought you were gonna feel. Dude, I'm never I'm never afraid. Okay. I'm I'm I was in the military. Guy. Yeah, yeah, nah, yeah. I'm kidding. <laughs> nah, I was fine. <laughs> Whatever. That's fine. Never. I was also in Korea town for work. That was. The year before last, so mm. I've been there like twice, three times. Mm. Yeah. Okay. That was nice. Mm. That was an actual hotel, so that's a whole different vibe. And again, you still didn't feel no, no. Okay. That's but cool. I did get warnings like, don't go to this park at night, mm. and don't go to this park at night. I like gotcha. Right. Say no more. Right. So, uh, Yoshiko, I just want to thank you yeah. for watching this film with us. Is there any? It, do you feel now from watching this film that you'd want to watch more hood films in the future, or? Yeah, as I'm, I'm sheltered in now. I mean, there's a whole world probably that I have no idea about. Yeah. Um, and uh huh. Also, the, the like filmmaking feat of if they're low budget, but they're like really well shot. Yeah. It's like um, Kurosawa used to do, like very yeah. low budgets. But yeah. Like, so I yeah, know shot. fascinating. <laughs> it That's is what's bad. up. That's Hughes what's up. brothers, they know what they're doing. Yeah, shout out to those guys. So, uh, go ahead and take a moment, and let the people know where they can find you, because you're a comedian and you're funny, and <laughs> we want we want to spread the word to every person that's willing to do this show with us. Yeah, thanks. It's I think if you just Google Yoshiko Watson, there's like some person on LinkedIn in Singapore, and then there's me. You'll find me, yeah. Yeah, that's a very unique combination. Okay. So, I feel your pain. I'm Unide Francis. Like, how did that happen? I'm like, hey, man, super pro black father. What do you want me to do? Yes. So make sure you check her out on LinkedIn. <laughs> or you Google her and you can find her. Uh, very funny person. Uh, I've definitely seen you around the spots. Yeah. Uh, 
So we do thank you for checking out this film with us and getting in tune with your hood side. We appreciate you coming, well, us coming to you and watching this movie. Um, so only we got the Menace of Society in the books. Got it out, man. Got I, it out, your journey. I was a man of my word. I found it. No, I appreciate you for going on that quest, man. It wasn't, it was like three people. Okay, that's that's fine. Accent until somebody found somebody, and I appreciate you. You know, like, like I said, I had something else lined up, but this was fine. We can bring that something. Up I'm agree. I, I kind of didn't want to watch Little Romeo either. Yeah, that's what you. I'm trying to put that off. Like, I feel like he's not a good actor. No, we're gonna watch it. Okay, it's not gonna be in this episode. Damn it. Okay. <laughs> yeah, don't don't think that was. No, 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 no. It's, it's coming. Not, gonna creep up on you like a drive bomb brother all right yeah, yeah damn it yeah speaking of which uh before we go uh one last thing i forgot to i feel remiss <laughs> if i forgot to ask this how did you feel about seeing crackheads saying that they will suck dick for coke oh wow <laughs> i know just threw that one out to a curveball yeah that's a strong scene i feel like <laughs> that character was so likable and then he just died yeah uh, yeah. Uni loved the fact that one minute they were beating him up, and then the next minute yeah. they were hanging out. I think again. it was two different crackheads, though. No, that was the same. Uh, oh, the same crackhead? Oh, uh, yeah, yeah, you're right. He just had a different show. Yeah. It was yeah, messed you're up right. because that led to the, that's how I felt with the Whose Man's Is This, where the guy offered him cheeseburgers, and then he said he would give fellatio. <laughs> <laughs> and then after the offer came, Dog still shot him. Yeah. And was like, hey, yeah, and yeah, took the burger took the anyway, burger. Which was a mean power move. Mm-hmm. Yeah. You know? It's like somebody like, yo, please don't kill me. I'll give you my Tim's to get killed and still get the Tim's taken off your feet. You're like, what was the point? He, just, it wasn't about the burgers, it's more like the, yeah. the, the 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 anti-gayness of that era, I would assume. That's true. That's probably what it really <laughs> was. <laughs> I feel like if you wouldn't have said that, you would have lived. Yeah. But. One thing in the hood is, yeah, yeah, we're not against gay people or anything. It's just, we've been, like... Back in those days, it was very, uh, we could just sick it, bro. It was very... Brainwashed. Yeah, very, like... Brainwashed. Bossy boy this, bossy boy boy that. Wow, yeah. Yeah, 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 a lot of... Different time back then. enough that, like, that... The crackhead had a reason to say that. Like, it has worked yeah. before. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So. Oh, yeah. Definitely. Somebody definitely was like, <laughs> Oh, absolutely. Yeah. You want to do it for the pleasure. Right. Like, I just want crack, bro. I'll do anything for yeah, crack. Yeah, he was so desperate that yeah. he's like, yo. I'll do whatever. Yeah. Or maybe she's right. Maybe one time some person was like, well, if you insist. Uh, I'm, I'm sure I can spare a couple bags. Like, <laughs> you know what? And you were not bad at it. When you need to fix, man, you're going to say anything. Yeah, you're going to say anything. I just had to throw that out there because I feel like Somebody might write us in the comments like, yo, y'all not going to talk about that scene, though? That's true. <laughs> like, come on, fam. You going to talk about the whole movie? We do be getting all the messages. Y'all missing out on key parts. So we try to throw in what we can, folks, but we don't want to be in here for as long as the movie was. <laughs> but anyway, we once again thank Yoshiko Watson, the homie, coming through. Again, we came to her, but we still say coming through because that's what it is. She gave you on the program and did what she did. Just a habit. Just a habit. Uh, anyway, folks, as usual, you can catch us on Instagram at Welcome to My Hood Film Podcast and Facebook as well under the same name. On Twitter, you can catch us to Welcome Number Two and Hood Film on Twitter. And uh, the YouTube videos, we're working on it, trying to get it soon for the audio links. We're going to check it out. And we hope you check it out if you don't want to download Spotify on your phones or Anchor or anything like that. So, uh, yeah. 
that's basically it, folks. We thank you guys for listening once again. We'll be back uh, next time for another installment of Welcome to My Hood Films. But for now, I'm Marvin Lattimore. Tony Francis. Jessica Watson. And we are off this. Peace. Peace.